Hi, this is Greg. Look for my book, The Agile Brand, on Amazon or on my website at theagile.world. Welcome back to The Agile World. This is Greg Kilstrom. In the last episode, I started talking about what really changed to enable and um, and allow Agile brands to come into existence and, and the, the types of changes that have um, kind of necessitated that, that brands take a more agile approach. In the last episode, I talked about social transformation. So not just social media, but really the idea that the way that we look for things, the way that we shop, the way that we ask for recommendations, give recommendations has really been transformed over the last couple decades um, through really through the, the internet and, and then uh, more recently through social media and really the changing behavior that that brings. Today, I'm going to talk about uh, the brand as a relationship, and um, I think this is a this is an important thing uh, that I, I talk about in my book, The Agile Brand, and I, I talked about this as as part of the evolution um, of branding uh, several episodes back. It's kind of the the final stage in in the evolution of of brand, or the most recent. Let's because uh, I, I don't believe we've we've finished the evolution, but. Um, you know, it's it's the most recent stage in evolution of of branding from really you know an, an object that that you see a logo to um, an experience and now um, now this this more two way relationship. And there's a couple things here that I think are, are worth uh, pointing out. Um, first, I believe that this relationship, the dynamic in the relationship, is changing, and it's becoming where brands, uh, you know, started out many years ago when there was less, uh, when there was less uh, variety and, and less products on the shelf, um, so to speak. Brands had a, brands had all the power. Uh, if you didn't want to choose one of three products, really, you didn't have an alternative. I think in in this world where you can go anywhere, you know, you go to Amazon and there's a million different products um, that that suit your needs when you can customize things so much. Uh, consumers are getting more and more of the power. And that, that's a, I think that's a great thing. Um, I think brands that uh, that embrace this and that adopt this are actually, you know, are the ones that will be successful. They really kind of understand that, um, you know, when they enable customers to get more of what they want to customize to really, um, you know, give not only give ideas, but get products that are based on their ideas, they are going to be more successful in the long term. And this is this is part of a relationship and a, and a dynamic that I, I believe is continuing to change. And as I mentioned, you know, at the beginning of this episode, I believe this this dynamic, this evolution of brands is, is continually evolving and that we will get to another stage where consumers are even more um, in control and have even more power. But in this current stage that we're in, this idea of a, of a relationship, um, you know, I think it it started with um, with brands really understanding that experience is key. And I think a great example of this is with Nike. Um, so uh, Nike, um, you know, obviously known for making shoes. They make a, a bunch of other products as well but um, known for making shoes. And, you know, back in in the earlier in, in the 2000s, uh, I think it was about 2013 or so when the the you know, pre-iPhone, um, and uh, they came up with this, the Nike Plus app, or actually, sorry, I guess this was a while. It was, 
iPhones came out since then. So let's say early 2000s. Um, I forget the date exactly. But, um, you know, Nike Plus came out when the old iPod, you know, I don't even think they sell iPods anymore, but um, the iPod existed. And so they, they came up with this app. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Um, helps keep track of running and and habits and and stuff like that. And so, it it was an it was a novel app. Um, certainly, over time, it's gotten a lot more sophisticated as iPhones came out, and and now you know iPhones are basically little supercomputers at this point. So you know, gotten very sophisticated. There's an online component, all of that kind of stuff. But at the time, I think the the interesting thing about it, and, and what really was was smart about Nike um, doing this was. They understood that in order to remain relevant, Nike had to be more about uh, more than just about shoes. They had to be more than just about selling clothes and outfitting people to take part in sport. They needed to be part of a lifestyle. And in order to do that, they saw this, this idea of this device. I mean, at that point, it was the iPod. I mean, I think they were way ahead of their time um, anticipating how, um, you know, how everyone is going to be carrying a smartphone, you know, these days and stuff like that. I think they were way ahead of the curve there by understanding, okay, well, we can only sell so many shoes so many times to a person, but if we can get inside their heads, if we can get, if we can get inside their habits and really um, embrace, help them embrace their lifestyle, facilitate their lifestyle, then all of a sudden we are going to be top of mind all of the time. Every time they go running, every time they they use this app, they are thinking about Nike. They may not be purchasing every day, but there is this ongoing relationship where I don't think about another shoe brand when I when I run anymore. I think about Nike because I use their app um, to to help me. So I think that's you know that's just such a powerful example of a a meaningful relationship. Again, uh, you know when we when we talk about brands as as relationships, it's not. Um, it's not a touchy feely relationship. It's a, it's a pretty practical one, but it's, it serves a need. It solves a challenge. And I think when, when brands really do that, they are, they're definitely much more successful than a brand that is just trying to insert themselves into a conversation where they don't even, you know, they don't necessarily belong or that just doesn't really fit with what the brand does. Nike plus is so in line with what Nike does, what they're about, all of that, that, um, that that it makes so much sense. And it really, I think it exemplifies this idea of brand as relationship. So the next thing I'm going to talk about in, in the next episode is market disruption. Thanks for listening. See you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please rate the show on iTunes or contact me through my website at theagile.world. You can find my books, The Agile Brand and The Agile Web on Amazon and on my website at theagile.world. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.